0: Okay, Bruch Mabayim. What an honor it is to be able to share some Devei Torah uh, on this uh, holy night. Leil Hashanah Rabbah. I know for you it's Hashanah Rabbah. For me it's still the uh, fifth day of Sukkot. But uh, as Rabbi Holzer mentioned, and uh Ravdan and Bam I appreciate uh, the opportunity to be able to share with you some Devei I remember very fondly being... Uh, down Under, being in uh, Melbourne. And um, I do have a very nice memento from that trip. I brought I brought home this really nice magnet. It says, Australia, what a schlep. So, um, but it was worth the trip to be able to uh, uh, share Devei Toira, to be able to meet such chasheva uh, friends. And I appreciate the continued cash with the community. So tonight, Hoshana Rabbah, we know the ushbiz, the, the guest, the special guest that we invite into our sukkah is none other than Adre David, David HaMelech, uh, David Malcolm Mashiach. So we try to explain a little bit what is the connection between David HaMelech and Hashan Araba. The chlal, it's important to understand and to recognize the significance of the 21st day of the year, Hashan Araba, the 21st day of the year. Rabbeinu Bechaye writes, that from the beginning of creation, which was Chaf Hei Elul, the 26th day, K'neged, the Chasima of the Shem Havaya, is Hoshana Raba. In other words, if you count 26 days from the beginning of creation, you get to the 21st day of the year, uh, the 21st day of Tishrei. So Hoshana Raba represents the completion of the Shem Havaya, of the Shem Hashem. Furthermore, says Rabbeinu B'chaye, if you take the Yom Shom's name, you start with the Yod, Yud takes you to the 10th day of the year, namely, Yom HaKippurim. You take the hay, you go another 5 days, that takes you to Sukkot. And then Vav, Vav takes you another 6 days, that takes you to Hashanah Rabbah. And Vav, for all practical purposes, is the end of the Shem Havaya, because the hay we've already mentioned. So therefore, the Shem Havaya is nechtam, is, is sealed with the Vav of uh, the name of Hashem, and that's another reason why Hoshan Rabbah is called the Hasima Gedola, the great signature, the the grand finale of the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So let's start with the following question. Why do we even need Hoshana Rabbah? We already had a Day of Atonement, we already had a Day of Kapara, and that is Yom HaKippurim. Yom Kippur was Yom Slichu Mechila. So why do we need another day? What's the purpose of another day? Is Yom Kippur not sufficient? Is Yom Kippur not enough? That's question number one. Question number two. Why is Hoshana Rabbah not even mentioned in the Chumash? There is no mention of Hoshana Rabbah in the uh, Torah. Rabbi Holzer, are you the uh, are you the administrator on this Zoom meeting? Yeah. Yeah, so just uh, if you can mute all the participants. Um. Besides me. <laughs> yeah. So, why is Hoshana Rabbah not even mentioned in the Chumash? Yom Kippur, of course, is mentioned very extensively. It's mentioned in Parshas Emor. It's mentioned in Parshas Pinchas. It's mentioned in Parashas Achari Mois. But there's no mention of Hoshana Rabbah. Why is there no mention of Hoshana Rabbah in the Chumash? So what do we need it for? Why is Yom Kippur not sufficient And secondly, why is Hoshana Rabbah not mentioned? And perhaps um, even more importantly, and uh, whether we're entitled to ask this question, it's certainly worthy of our attention. And that is, I think that Hoshana Rabbah is a day that has picked up a lot of momentum over the last uh, tikufa. When I was a kid, Hoshana Rabbah was not a big deal. Most people did not really make... uh, anything of Hoshana Rabbah. People knew the davening was a bit longer and you take the Hashanahs and you clap them. But the widespread learning Hashanah Rabbah night and uh, many people stay up to learn, some people stay up the whole night, it's become um, quite popular to have some kind of Tikkun Leil Hoshana Rabbah, be it learning, be it saying Tehillim, be it some kind of Avoida I think Hashanah Rabbah has picked up a lot of steam, has gained a lot of momentum in the, the last many years. Why is that? It's interesting that uh, certain days have a different mazel. Why is it that Hashanah Rabbah becomes more and more popular as the days go on? I know here in America, tonight, we have something uh, in our shul, and then um, the Svardim have an all-night marathon. They have, a very, they have events now. What is it about Hoshana Rabbah that's picked up a lot of steam? Perhaps we could explain as follows. Roshel Mekulgar says, the reason why we have both Yom Kippur and Hoshana Rabbah is he quotes a medrash. The medrash tells us, why do we have Tamid Shel Shachar and Tamid Shel Bein Hor The medrash says the Tamid Shel Shachar is Mechaper for the Averos of the previous night and the Tammid Shel Bein Hor Bayim is a Mechaper for Averos of the previous day. Interesting. That's the purpose of the two karbonos. Tamet shal is mechaper for the averos of the night before. Tamet shal benarabayim is mechaper for the averos of the day. Likewise, says Rav Shal Mekluger, Yom Akipurim and Hashan HaRabba are each mechaper for a, a avero of a different zman. Yom Kippur, which we know Yom Kippur itzuma shal Yom machaper the day itself is mechaper. But the day, and not the night, the daytime, not the nighttime. Meaning, if somebody were to pass away the night of Yom HaKippurim, then uh, they would not get Kapara because the the day had not come yet. The day is Mechaper. Um, the day of Yom Now, so what is Yom Kippur Mechaper for? Yom Kippur's is Mechaper for the Averos committed during the day. On the other hand, Hashanah Rabbah, the Ikar Avoida, says Rabbi Shulma is the nighttime. Why? Because Hoshana Rabbah is Mechaper for the Averos of the night. Ah, says Rabbi Shulma if Hoshana Rabbah is Mechaper for the Averos of the night, now we understand why people stay up late at night learning. What time is it for you? You're, you're at 1 a.m.? Yeah, you're 1 12 a.m., right? So the people stay up late learning at night to be Mechaper for the Avoinos of the night, says Rabbi how many averos already do people do at night? What could you do at night? People people can't sin at night. There are not averos at night. Very few averos people could do at night. You can't even leave your house. Yeah, you know, people are. Uh, the lights are off. There, it's dark outside. What could a person do at night already? So therefore, since the averos of the nighttime are fewer than the averos during the day, therefore the Torah doesn't speak about Hashanah Rabbah because its relevance pales in comparison to Yom HaKippurim. This is the approach of, of uh, Rav Shlomo Kluger. Yom Kippur is a for the day, Hashan Rabbah is a for the night. Because the Averis of the day are much more prevalent, the Torah discusses Yom HaKippurim, the nighttime Averis are much less common, therefore it's not discussed in the Torah. But, says Rav Shlomo that's why the Torah does not discuss um, Hoshana Rabbah. That's why the, the Torah does not discuss Hoshana Rabbah because it, it's Mechaper for the Averos of the nighttime. So perhaps we could suggest based on Rosh now we understand why in recent years Hoshana Rabbah has picked up so much steam. Because between me and you I think some people have discovered a way to sin in the nighttime, obviously not in uh, in Melbourne, not down under. But there are places in the world. Just you know, don't don't spread the news. There are places in the world that they figured out how to sin in the nighttime. They they have this thing called electricity, and in fact, my understanding is today probably most averos in the world take place during the nighttime and not during the day. Perhaps we have a role reversal. But if anything, the importance and the significance of Hashanah Rabbah as we move closer to the Yemites Mashiach has definitely increased in in significance. And there are many Averos that people do commit in the nighttime. And therefore, perhaps that's why in recent years Hashanah Rabbah has picked up additional momentum and additional steam. So in this light, in this context, let's try to explain um, the significance to us of Hashanah Rabbah and its connection to David HaMelech. When we speak about the Averos of the nighttime, I think uh, first and foremost that we have to consider and we have to think about is the, the gravity and the importance of Bitt of not wasting time. Because uh, perhaps one of the greatest challenges of our generation is that with all the advancements of technology and all the advancements of uh, of communication, there are so many things that pull away our time from Lulimatayra. There are so many distractions, and many people the, they appendage a device onto their belt, and which is readily available at, at all times to really uh, sap away. One's time for Lima Taira, whether it's spending uh consecutive time on a phone, or even allowing a telephone a cell phone to distract one's learning so that the learning is not uh, consistent and consecutive, this is something that uh, should be foremost on our minds. So let's speak about the lifetime of David Amela, and perhaps that will give us some insight into how we could take advantage of Leo Hashanaraba and our nights uh, throughout the entire year. The Medrash tells us in the Yaakov Shemayni that HaKadosh Baruch Hu showed Adam Marisha in all future generations, Dar Dar Vedarshav, Dar Dar Umanhigav. And Adam Arisha looked down into history and he saw there was a person by the name of David who was destined only to live three years, to, to, to live three hours. And David was very disturbed and upset that David was destined only to live Gimel Shai's, and he said, Is there any way to remedy this? And Rav says, What do you mean? So Adam HaRishon said, How long am I supposed to live? So God said, A thousand years. So Adam HaRishon said, Can you give gifts in heaven? And God said, Why not? Why can't you give gifts? So Adam HaRishon said, I'd like to gift 70 years to this David. And in fact, Adam HaRishon gave David a 70 years. Chazal say he gave him malchus. Chazal say he gave him Zemirais, which the Magen Avram explains to mean that David Hamelch is the only one authorized to sing zimra. Ta Hakadosh Baruch Hashem is boicher Bashire zimra. Yivan Sham specifically selects the song of David Hamelch. So Adam gave David seventy years. In fact, the Medrash Rabbah says on the pasuk shivim shekel b'shekel hakodesh that this refers to the 70 years that Adam Arishan gave David HaMelech. In fact, Chazal say that when David HaMelech received the 70 years from Adam Arishan, he said, Ki simachtani Hashem b'fa'alecha, b'mase yodecha aranin. Says David, what caused me simcha? What caused me chedva? B'fa'alecha, b'mase yodecha your mase yodav. Only Adam Arishan, who's the Yitzir Kappa of gave 70 years to Adam HaRishayin, and Adam HaRishayin was Mesameach David HaMelech. Kisi Hashem b'falecha bemasiadecha aranin. Now, a few things are in order. Why was David destined only to live three hours? Why was that? What did David do to deserve to die on the day of his birth? Furthermore, there, have been, there are many nephalim, nephelim, In history, many people, many uh, embryos did not survive their first day and other Marishim did not gift them. Why did other Marishim specifically gift David HaMelech? The Medrash tells us that God said that whoever eats from the Eitz HaDas, On the day they eat from it, they're going to die. That does not seem to have been fulfilled in Adam HaRishon. After all, Adam HaRishon ate from the Yitzhadas and he didn't die immediately. However, the Medrash says that the Rav decided to calculate when Adam would die, not based on human years, but based on God years. Because, Elef shanim For the Rav a thousand years is one day. So in fact, Adam HaRishon lived a thousand years and he, he died on the day of his birth. Namely, he died within a thousand years. But nevertheless, the Yibbam did not fulfill that literally. But the Medrash says the Yibbam Hashanah's was the, a year, the day, a day for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. However, the Arizal in the Sefer HaLikutim, on Parshish Hazinu, the Arizal says that in fact, the Yibbam was Mekayim Devarov Kipshutai. And that is because even though Adam did not die on the day of his birth, on the day that he ate from the Ets Hadas, excuse me, but his Gilgal, David Hamelech, was destined to die on the on the very day that he was born. In other words, when the Rebarisham said, <laughs> He wasn't necessarily speaking to Adam Arishain proper, but it was referring to Adam's Gilgal, David Hamelech, says the Arizal. The word Adam stands for Adam, David, Mashiach. Uh, David was the Gilgal of Adam. Mashiach is the Gilgal of Adam. And therefore, uh, the reason why David was destined to die on the day of his birth was, this was a key of that which Rabbi Hashem said, Now we understand why Adam was so keen on giving over to David HaMelech years of his life. David, Adam did not give just to anybody years of his life. And that's because David, who was the Gilgal of Adam, was Adam himself, and therefore Adam was keeping the years, <laughs> keeping it in the family, and that's why he offered David the 70 years. Now, it's interesting, we all remember the Gemara and Shabbos, on the Aflam of Abed Beiz. the Gemara tells us that, Adam Arisha, that David HaMelech wanted to know when he would die. God says, we don't divulge such information. David said, just tell me what day of the week. And God said, you're going to die on Shabbos. So Chazal say that every Shabbos David HaMelech spent the whole day learning Tyra, and the Malach could not get him, so he went, he was bi Ilane. he went around rattling the trees, he uh, he shook the trees. So, and he made a noise, and uh, David went to see what was doing, and uh, the Malchamavas got him. So Rav Pinchas Friedman, the Shri Lai Pinchas, asks, why did the Malach have to rattle a tree to distract other Marishayim? Why, he he could have gotten a pot and a spoon and you know he could have banged the, banged the pot. I mean there are a lot of ways to make noise. You ask my kids, shaking a tree is not the only way to make noise. My kids have figured out other ways of making noise. There are many ways to make noise. Why is the Malchamavas Davka rattling around in a tree? The answer is he was being merames to other, to David. Why David was going to die? He was going to die because of the sin of the Eitz Hadas, the tree. That's why he was Bachish Beilane. By the way, the Gemara continues. It says, "If darga a step caved in, caved in under Adam Arishain, and uh, uh, under David and David died." It's an amazing thing. If you look in Sefer Tehillim, every single trap appears in Sefer Tehillim, with one exception: darga severe. Darga severe literally means a broken step. Rabbi Avram Falaji writes. The reason why there's no darga severe in Sefer Tehillim is because since David died through Ivchis darga a broken step he did not want to be merames to that in Sefer Tehillim. Be it as a maid, David the Gilgal of Adam Arishan received seventy years from Adam Arishan. Okay. The problem is, a very interesting question is that there's another Zira kadosh in Parshas Vayishlach the Zayar HaKadosh wants to know where did David get 70 years from? Says the Zayar, an amazing thing. The Zayar writes that Avraham Avinu was destined to live 180 years. Rashi and Chumash even says that Avraham Avinu died five years early so he shouldn't see Esav going to the So Avraham Avinu, really, he was supposed to live 180 he gave five years over to David Hamelach, so, so David got five years from Abraham Avinu. Then the Zayar says, Yaakov Avinu should have lived 175 years like his grandfather, Avraham. Avraham lived 175. Yaakov should have lived 175. By the way, the Chida says a very beautiful idea that the... Uh, Shava of Tesvav Tesvav from Pesach to Sukkis is Pesach is the um, Avraham Avinu represents Pesach Sukkis represents Yaakov. We know Avraham and Yaakov had a very close relationship. Avraham called Yaakov Bini Bini. and therefore these two yamim Toivim are Hukash Lahadadi. But here we see another connection. Yaakov Avinu should have lived a hundred <coughs> And forty-seven years, excuse me, one hundred seventy-five years, like Abraham. So why did he only live one hundred forty-seven years? Yaakov gave twenty-eight years to David HaMelech. So five years from Abraham, twenty-eight years from Yaakov. That's thirty-three years. The Zayir says, "What about Yitzchak? Why didn't Yitzchak give any man So the Zaire says something very mysterious that they both come both. Yitzchak and David comes from Sitra Dich Shoicha, the side of darkness. And uh, Yitzchak was not capable of giving any years to David HaMelech. The Zohar continues. The Zohar says, then we go to Yosef. Yosef was like a quasi-av, in that Yosef was like a father, like we find in Tehillim, B'nei Yaakov V'yosef Sela, And Yosef was one of the Shvatim. Rav Hutner says, that's why Yosef is discussed in Sefer Bereshis, the book of the Avais, and Yosef is discussed in Sefer Shemais, the book of the Banim. Yosef lived 110 years. He should have lived 147, like Yaakov Avinu. So he should have lived an additional 37 years. Yosef gave 37 years to David HaMelech. Five years from Abraham, 28 years from Yaakov, Thirty-seven years from Yosef, five and twenty-eight, and thirty-seven is seventy. David got his seventy years from Abraham, Yaakov, and Yosef. Desire asks, why did Yosef give more years than everyone else put together? Says the Zayar, because Yosef was a tzaddik. Yosef is called a tzaddik. Abraham wasn't called a tzaddik in the Chumash. Yaakov wasn't called a tzaddik. Yosef is called a tzaddik, like it says in Amos, Amichram baKesav tzaddik. So since Yosef was a tzaddik, he was the most magnanimous and he gave the most years to, yeah, to David HaMelech. Five from Abraham, 28 from Yaakov, 37 from Yosef, 70 years. There we go. That's where David HaMelech got his 70 years from. So now we're left with two obvious questions and this is articulated by Rapinchas Friedman. Number one, if Adam HaRishon gave... David 70 years already. Why does David need another 70 years from Abraham, Yaakov, and Yosef? And number two, if he got a gift two times, so then he should have lived 140 years. 70 from Adam, and another 70 from Abraham, Jacob, and Joseph. It was 70 years from Adam, Arishain, and another 70 from Abraham, Yaakov, and Yosef. That's the kasha on the table. And we're going to give three answers and we're going to focus on the third. Answer number one is, comes from the Perush on the Zoyar, Or HaChama of Rabbi Avram Galante. And he says that Adem Admarishon gave 70 years. But when Admarishon sinned with the eight hadas, he sullied those years. Those years became uh, um, defiled. They got ruined. They were impugned. It's like if somebody donates blood and then the The blood is not sterile. It's not hygienic. You can't donate it. So Adam HaRishon donated it. But once he sinned by the Eitz Hadass, those years became ruined. So now, um, David HaMuch needs another donation. He had to come on to the years of Avraham, Yaakov, and Yosef. And perhaps we could say that the Avais HaKadoshim were mesakeim to an extent the chayit of Adam HaRishon and therefore their years were able to be uh, donated. That's the approach of the Sefer or Hachama. The Ben Yehoyada, the Ben Ishchai. he offers an amazing approach, and that is, um, says the Ben Ishchai that in fact, Dov and Amelach was given 70 years from Adam Marishan, but Adam Marishan reneged. He said, uh, Actually, I don't want to give it. He reneged on his nether. He, he made the neder because he figured he's going to live a thousand years. A thousand years is like living forever. So he figured he has some years to spare. But when he got to year 930 and he realized that uh, it was coming to an early end, he realized how the time flew. He said, uh, Rebbe Hashem, uh, I take it back. Uh, I want to be mater neder. I don't want to give the 70 years. It's like uh, what Rabbi Yonah writes in the Shari Tshuva where Yonah writes how fast life moves. He says, Even Even if a person would live a thousand years, two thousand years, by the time the life is over, one would look back on their life, and one would lament, where did the time go? Where did life go? That's what happened to Adam Arishon reneged. He retracted his neder, and he says, uh, I would like the time back. In fact, the Shlach and in the Seder Shara Shemayim, he says, this is the kavanah of what we're Maspalel, what we say in the Hallelukahs, Don't trust your benefactors. Adam The sons of Adam that have no salvation. Don't trust Adam. Because Because when it comes time for him to die, on that day, all his plans are going to be lost. In other words, he's going to renege on his commitment. You know who you could learn from? Ashre shekel Yaakov v'ezroi. Fortunate is the one who's, the God of Yaakov is in, at his help. Why Yaakov? Because Yaakov avinu was mekayim Nedarim, Like it says, vayidar Yaakov neder lemar. And he went back to you. Mekayim is nedar, says Ashla Adarsh. So even though Adam and Rishon made a vow and he made a neder, he reneged. He had charata and he, he took it back. So now David HaMelech needed 70 years, so he got from Abraham Yaakov and Yosef. But the approach that I'm most interested in sharing with you, and which is most relevant to this holy evening, is the approach of the chidah in Midbar Kedem Mareches Dalet and that is the Chida Kotsari, that because David was the Gilgal of Adam he strove his whole life to Masake in the head of Adam HaRishon, and since Adam brought Death to the world. So, David HaMelech sought to reverse that. That's why David Melch Yisrael Chayi That's why David will usher in the time of Tichias HaMesim. And that is why David did not sleep at night. Chazal say in the Gemara and Sukkah that during the day you're not able to sleep more than Shinas Hasus. What is Shinas Hasus? Shitin Nishmi which is uh, understood to mean either 3 minutes, 30 minutes, or 3 hours. Most say it means 30 minutes. Again, this is not La uh, Halacha, it's not Osr, it's Midas Chasidus. It's brought that the Arizal was makbed on this, but on Shabbos, the Arizal slept more than this. He held on Shabbos was different. But anyway, the Gemara says, how long does a horse sleep for? Kidovid, like David. And how long did David sleep? Like she uh, Nishmi. Bottom line is, David HaMelech did not sleep at night. Says the Chida. Back to our question, why did David need two donations of 70 years? And furthermore, if he got two donations of 70 years, he should have lived for 140 years. Says the Chida, David did live for 70 uh, years twice. He did live 140 years. How's that? Because David didn't sleep at night. So he lived 70 years B'yayim and 70 years Belayla. He got 70 year, daytime years from Adam. He got 70 nighttime years from Abraham, Yaakov and Yosef. So David in fact lived 140 years. 70 B'yayim the 70 Belayla. And what did David HaMalch do Belayla? Ha, David HaMalch put his harp by the window, and when the roof's finest blue, he woke up to learn Torah. David represents limon haTorah In fact, what does David HaMelech say? Ma'ah hafti Torah secha. Kal hisi chasi, how I love the Torah, the whole day it is my conversation, says the Shvilei Pinchas. We know we say, um, ben Azai says, Yom So, what does David Hamelech say? Not only did David Hamelech learn B'yomim, but David Hamelech spent all of his night times learning Torah, as the Rambam teaches us in Hilchos Talmud Torah. Even though there is a mitzvah to learn during the day and the night. Ein Adam Lamed Roiv Chachmasay Ella Belaila. Person only learns the majority of the wisdom in the night time. Lefikach Misha Roitzah Liskos Bechesser Hatayra Yizaher Bechol Leilosav. One has to be careful in all of one's night times not to waste. Afilo Achas Mehem. Even to waste one of them. B'sheina, the Achila, Ushtiya, the Sicha, Ukiyotze Says the Rambam. One has to be careful not to wither away, not to waste one's night time. Sleeping, eating, drinking, conversation. Ukiyotze I believe these two words of the Rambam, Ukiyotze include more things than any other time. The words, Kiyotze bahen, were ever written. The amount of distractions that are included in the words, Kiyotze is is mind-boggling. And therefore, David HaMelech is the paragon of Limud HaToyra Belayla. David HaMelech is the Semel of not wasting even one night of the year to be vigilant, to be so careful, not to let a night go by, just eating, relaxing, sleeping, checking out this, checking out that. But one has to be on high guard, on high alert, to be watchful. To make sure that every night is accounted for. And uh, just just a practical suggestion um, for a person to work on maximizing one's night time or really any time. I believe uh, it's, it's worthwhile to have one or two siddharim just for five minutes. Because uh, to say, okay, from now on I'm going to learn for five hours every single night It's wonderful, but it's not so realistic. If somebody were to add on, even one Seder a night, one Mishnah a night, ten Psukim of Nevi'im and Ksuvim, something, so a little bit more, five lines of Gemara a night, then a person sees what they could accomplish with a small amount of time or give a person a Cheshek to to utilize more more of their time. The Shvila Pinchas has another beautiful remez. David Melch says, Gal enai. Uncover, reveal, I, my two seventies, my 70 years of the Yom, my 70 years of the laila. Davon HaMelech is the paragon of Limanatar HaTar As we started the shir, why do we need Hoshana Rabbah? Why isn't Yom Kippur good enough? Yom Kippur is a Kapara for the Yomim. Hoshana Rabbah is a Kapara for the Lalois. What do we need Kapara leilois for? First and foremost, making use of our time, Beto Taira. And therefore, the Ushbiz, the special guest for Leil Hashan Raba, is none other than David Hamelach Adoneinu David, who made use of every single night of Ma'ahafdi Saresecha Kalayom Hisichasi. And I think in our times, one of the greatest challenges we have is making sure that we're not Ma'abed the the shais of the Lila and the Eitz Hashem in the Zchus of. Getting together this night, I know it's a tough time for your community. You're uh, in lockdown, but uh, it does afford, in a certain sense, it uh, removes additional uh, distractions and it gives the person more opportunities for a limud b'layla b'schus. The the holy night of Hoshana Raba b'schus David b'schus. Are getting together may I call Baruch will give us yata d'shmay. Then the upcoming year we should be Zoicha to the Keser HaToira. And all the brachas, Thank you so much for the opportunity to join you. And wishing you all my Yedidim, Bracha slacha in Kvittel, Agot Yar, and uh, hope to see you again soon. Thank you very much.